Welcome everyone to a brand new show. Today we have special guests. <laughs> it's a. <laughs> he said we're gonna start from the top. <laughs> Ego no. continuation. Oops. Welcome everybody to a brand. <laughs> <laughs> what rewind? I know. <laughs> oh, God. oh shit i have it rolling and multi-tracking too that's what sucks about it okay let's do this from the top <laughs> he said uh continuation i said new should we okay five four ah oh, fucking piece of shit okay welcome everybody my name is christopher harris i'm here today with two amazing uh co-hosts renee garcia and anderson melendez Hello. So today, okay. So I guess, uh, I guess we're here to discuss the uh, COVID situation, uh, listening on the news, and uh, you know the public uh, reaction out there. Uh, there's a lot of controversy surrounding it. So I think that uh, we should go over what's going on in the world as of today, and uh, find out how people feel about it, or right? you know how we feel about it, really. Tell you can start by saying how I feel about it. Um, you know, I, I'm the first to admit. You know, yes, I'm a flip flopper. Okay, um, I am a conservative. No, <laughs> I'm a conservative, and I have a conservative values. And um, I am the first to admit that I voted for Trump. Uh, Trump to me uh, was somebody that represented things that I stood for. Um, at the time, we had uh, Barack Obama as a president, and um, I disagreed with a lot of things Obama did. Uh, I believed at the time he was, you know, at the time I believed he was kind of separating the country. Uh, it was becoming uh, he was very politically correct about everything and everything was becoming politically correct um, in America as far as, um, you know, what you could say, what you couldn't say, uh, what was right and what was wrong. I mean, it, it was getting really bad. So when Trump came in to me, it was like a, a breath of fresh air, like, wow, you know, someone that's going against the grain, right? So yes, yes, I voted for Trump, you know, I'm the first to admit. But, by saying that, it, uh, I'm also the first to admit that once Trump came into office, I started to realize that he is not who he represented as a candidate. Um, he, he showed me his true self. And uh, I am not the typical Trump supporter that no matter what he does, uh, I'm going to back him because I don't believe that, you know, uh, you as a president, if uh, if all of a sudden you change your values and you start to lie, constantly lie, and almost everything that comes out of your mouth is a lie. And um, I can't back you on that. You know, I can't, I can't make excuses for you. You know, you're the one saying it, you're the one doing it. And I'm going to call you out on it. So um, like, like I said before, I am a flip flopper because guess what? Um, after, what has your friend said about you flip-flopping? I'm sorry for interrupting, guys. Do me a favor, Anderson. You need to speak closer to your phone or find a way because you're, the way you were sounding 
prior to this was perfect. You're not sounding so great right now. Okay, hold on. What, what, do, what do my friends say about it? Yeah. Uh, my friends are, like, upset with me because they feel like, hey, we support Trump, dude. We're supposed to back him no matter what, you know? And I'm the type of person, look, dude, I'm not blind. The guy's a fucking liar. Yeah. The guy can't open his mouth without telling a lie. The guy, the guy is, um, is not doing what he said as president. I mean, as a candidate, he, and now he's president. He's, he's doing the opposite. He says he's going to clean the swamp. He made the swamp dirtier. Yeah. You know? And, and he's and going he, golfing all the time, which he complains yes, about. Yes, everything that he complained about, he's doing and worse. Yeah. And worse. So, what's their excuse for 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 not flip flopping, or you could say, uh, not going against him? What do they? No, say? no. Oh, no, not you. No. What do they say? Oh, they 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 make excuses. Oh, okay. Um, you know, they make excuses. Oh, come on, dude. He didn't mean that. Oh, come on, dude. That's not what he meant. Yeah. Oh, come on, dude. You know, it's always an excuse with him. Yeah. So, um. So, um, you know, I'm going back to the flip-flop thing. Um, I started to change my stance on what what I was backing. So I became kind of sort of like a liberal, right? Yeah. Where, hey, you know, this is wrong, da-da-da-da-da. You know, uh, I changed my stance on things. And um, this brings us back to the COVID thing. Um, at first, I was very much uh, with the whole COVID um, quarantine and and um, being careful and and uh, agreeing with everything that the government's telling us. Yeah, because um, you know, hey, the the uh, the word out there is that millions of people are going to die. That this is the worst. Uh, um, virus that's ever hit us, and uh, this could be even worse than the 1918 flu. Yeah, the Spanish flu. Yeah. So, I was scared, you know? Yeah, of course. Yeah, I think everybody was. Yeah, I was scared, and um, I spoke to a friend of mine that's an ER nurse. He's a guy. And he told me, hey, Renee, um, I'm on the front lines. Things are bad. He works for Kaiser. And he's telling me he's on the front lines and he's seen a lot of people come in and he's seen people die. So that even frightened me even more. And I jumped on that bandwagon. I said, hey, you know, all these uh, Trump supporters are, were saying, hey, you know, this is bull, you know, all this stuff. And I'm thinking, and I kind of went against them online. And I'm telling you, you know, you guys are idiots, you know. Yeah. You know, all this stuff, right? So now let's uh, fast forward a couple months. And now we're starting to see numbers and the numbers are telling us that this is not what we thought it was. Uh, you know, the worst, it's, it's a very bad flu. Yes. You can die if you're old. Yes. You can die if you have pre-existing conditions, but the truth of the matter is that you have about a 99.8% chance of surviving it. Yeah. Which is pretty high. A uh, good example, um, I don't know if Chris can pull up numbers real quick, but uh, what are the deaths in California so far, Chris? I'll bring that up right now. Give me one uh, second. Give me one minute. Yeah. So while he's looking while he's uh, looking for that, um, you know, I 
I still am not a stupid person. Um, I do believe COVID is bad. And uh, I do take precautions. I wear a mask. I sanitize my hands. And uh, with that? I got the numbers. Okay, what are the numbers? Uh, California is uh, 74,000. 74,000 deaths? No, no, no. Confirmed uh, cases. Deaths? Okay. Okay, 3,000. Yeah. So what's the population of uh, California? About 39.39 million, correct? Yeah. Okay. So if you get that number, okay, and you so get a percentage. By the, way, by, the, by the way, we're number five in the nation in terms of uh, confirmed deaths. And, uh, yeah, confirmed deaths, we're number five. Okay, so let me explain to you how percentages work. Go ahead. There's no way for us to um, test the, uh, the whole 39 million people in the United States. I mean, in uh, California, correct? Yes. Okay. So we know how many deaths there are. There's about 3,000 deaths. Yes. So you have to take those 3,000 deaths and you have to get the percentage from the 39 million people in California. If you calculate that percentage, we're at about 0.007% chance of dying from it. Yeah, it's not not a big big number. No, it's not. There you go. No. So I don't know if you guys uh, heard, but like I, I believe it was maybe in the 60s, uh, maybe 1968, uh, there was a Hong Kong flu. Did you guys hear about that? This is not the pandemic. No, no, I never heard of it. Uh-huh. Okay. So if you do research right now, Chris, if you look up uh, Hong Kong flu, um, it, it was like around 1968. It was, it was, it was around the time of, um, I would say, Woodstock. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was uh, another pandemic, but did you hear about it? No. A lot of people didn't. And if yeah. you look at those numbers, millions of people died here in the United States. And nobody, okay, and nobody, nobody went into quarantine. Nobody did any of the things that we're doing right now. Yeah. Because guess what? Things went on. Hold on. Well, I... I... <laughs> You know, that's kind of no fair because in 1968, we didn't have the travel technology that we have today. The world's a lot more globalistic today than in 1968. In 1968, we had what? Pam, Pam Am? That's about it. Now we have like Spirit, Delta, Frontier, all these different airlines and travels. Okay, you're talking, okay, yeah, we're talking about worldwide. It's, it's more easier to spread worldwide mm-hmm. because of planes, but I'm talking about. Cases in the United States, planes or not, there was cases here. And, sure. and planes or not, there was deaths here. You talk about the Hong Kong, right? Yeah, we're yeah the Hong Kong, Kong flu. Okay. And, and, and guess what? We didn't stop the world because of it. And that was a lot worse than what's going on right now. So let me read so, something from the from the. Britannica, which is the encyclopedia, it said, um, although in 1968, flu outbreak was associated with comparatively few deaths worldwide, the virus was highly contagious, a factor that facilitated a rapid global um, uh, dissemination. Indeed, within two weeks of its emergence in July in Hong Kong, some 500,000 cases of illness have been reported. And the virus- Within two weeks. Within two weeks. Okay, that's probably close to what we have with COVID in months. 
Well, no, COVID, we're at a million something, but <laughs> confirmed, confirmed cases. But mm-hmm. just think, though, that's on two weeks. That's way more than what's going on with COVID. What's going on within two weeks of COVID. Let me also go co- with, with, with the closing. The H3N2 virus, okay, that caused the 1968 pandemic is still in circulation today and is considered to be a strain of the seasonal influenza. In the 1990s, a closely related H3N2 virus was isolated from pigs. Scientists suspect that the human H3N2 virus jumped to pigs, infected animals, and show symptoms of the swine flu. So, I mean, that right there, coronavirus, COVID-19, might not ever go away either, similar to this 1968 Hong Kong flu. Yeah. So did we stop the world because of it? Well, we also didn't have the same education in 1968 that we have today. Chris, we had the same education. We had we went through a Spanish flu. We went through polio. We went through a lot of pandemics. To say we have the it same was, pandemics were not pandemics were not it were not new to us. To say we have as the a same, matter of fact, we were even smarter then because we had just had pandemics. We were smarter. Whereas now we haven't really had the pandemic. Like a lot of people don't even can't even understand or comprehend what's going on right now because they didn't, they weren't around for polio. Just to be clear. You know what I'm saying? Just to what be clear. What do you think is the reason for that? Oh, well, hold on real quick. Just to be clear, okay, you're, you're, you're saying we, we were smarter in 1968 than we are today? Just to be clear. You're oh, yeah, dude. There. I think that we've, okay, technology-wise, maybe not because our technology has gotten better. But, but as far as our children and us as adults, the, uh, back then, I believe that there was a lot smarter people back then. Because right now, dude, you talk to a kid nowadays, he doesn't even know how to talk. I mean, he, he talks in like, they're almost retarded, dude. <laughs> now, I'm serious. Kids back then read, read, and were very educated, actually. No, you know what I'm saying? It is funny. <laughs> no, it's true, man. Kids nowadays are, are really bad. I mean, sometimes you wonder, like, wow, is there someone in there? Yeah. And, and back then, believe me, dude, kids were very well-read. And they were very educated. Do you talk to an old person, dude? They're very educated. But, you talk to, but, but, uh, but it's, it's kind of not fair because who was running the show were adults at the time in terms of, you know, the 68 pandemic. Well, even even our, our, our educational system right now. It's oh, very, it's terrible. It's, it's terrible, terrible right now. <laughs> right now it's probably at its worst. I mean, um, it's not good. You know, even the way they're teaching math nowadays, uh, it's oh, nothing like the way we learn math. It's yeah. almost like they're, you know, instead of learning math from, uh, to get some point A to point B, they're taking you from point A, C, D, E, F, G, back to B, just to get an answer. And to me, that makes no sense. Yeah. You, you know what I'm talking about. Cause I know the not kind of math I took and I know the kind of math my son's taking. I'm thinking like, why, why are you doing all this? All you got to do is do this. All we, this is the way they want us to learn. Yeah, they want us to do it the long way now. Yeah. It's, it's dumb. <laughs> yeah, I think you know, every parent our age thinks is dumb. So, so okay, so back to the pandemic. I mean, back to yeah. the um, coronavirus. Now, I believe personally, it's not what we thought it was going to be. Okay, so this is my opinion. I'm no expert, no nothing, but I'm, this is my opinion. So, um, now it's coming out that we're not getting the deaths we said we're going to get, and even the deaths that are there are kind of questionable 
because there's really no protocol on how to uh, determine whether the person died of COVID or not. First of all, the only people that are going to hospitals right now are people that are dying. As they arrive in hospitals, you're dying. Once you're in the hospital, if you have any of the symptoms that have to do with COVID and you die, they put it down as a COVID day. This is a fact. This is a fact. For example, um, hospitals were packed. Before COVID, hospitals were packed with, uh, uh, you know, stroke patients, heart attacks, um, respiratory issue patients that had nothing to do with flus or anything like that. Um, people with diabetes, all, all these things, right? COVID comes around and also nobody wants to go to the hospital because they're afraid they're going to catch COVID. And plus, uh-huh. hospitals won't even see you because they, they say if you don't have a fever, if you're not dying, don't come to the hospital. So now the only people really going to the hospital are people that are practically dying. So now they arrive at the hospital, they get seen by a doctor, and if they, they're, there's not enough tests, so they're not testing them for COVID. Uh, they're admitting them to hospitals, people are dying. People die if they have any symptoms that have to do with COVID, shortness of breath, fever. Uh, I, I forget what all the symptoms are. Uh-huh. But any of those, uh, the doctor has the discretion of putting died of this or died of that. If he puts died of, let's just say, a stroke, he gets practically nothing for Medicare or what, yeah, Medicare. If he gets, if he put uh, from the government, if he puts COVID, he gets a check from the government. So, so hospitals, who, who, who gets to tell the hospital, correct? What's that? Who gets the money is to the hospital, correct? The, the hospital gets the the uh, money for every patient that dies of COVID. Okay, yeah, that's, that is true. I don't yeah. know what it is, but yeah, I heard of that. Yeah, I'm not sure. I've heard 28 and then I've heard 38,000, but I'm not sure. So hospitals, because there's no one coming to the hospital for normal uh, things, uh, you know, they're not making money, dude. It's, it's pretty bad. So hospitals are almost forced to for COVID so they can get paid. Yeah. You know, so we don't even know what the true numbers are of the people dying. It was it from COVID, was it not from COVID? And uh, more than likely now they're saying that um, probably California alone, probably like about 60 to 65 to 70% of the population has, has or had COVID and didn't even know about it. Yeah. Uh, here's you, got, a good, you probably got friends that probably could be at it. I know yep. I yep. So here's a, here's, a, here's a good example. The whole Utah Jazz team tested positive COVID. Oh, they all did? I knew two for sure. I didn't know the whole team did. The whole team. I, from the last thing I heard, the whole team pretty much got it. Okay. And um, Or they believed because they had they either had one symptom oh, or six again. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So did any of them die? No. Want to know why? Well, uh, because why? because they're super athletes, dude. Yeah. If you're in good shape, if you don't have pre-existing conditions, and if you're not old, COVID is nothing to you because there's hundreds and hundreds of people walking around now with COVID that don't even know they have it. And that's a fact because teenagers are known to carry it and not even know they have it. 
that's what the big deal about going back to school is. Yeah, so what should we do? What do you think we should do? I think we need to open up the economy. Uh-huh. I think we need people need to go back to work. I think people need to uh, would be safe and take precautions. Because uh, now, uh, just yesterday, I think, or maybe today, it came out that, uh, you know, they're not thinking we're going to have a vaccine anytime soon like we thought we were. So what are we going to do? Are we going to stay in quarantine for years? Yeah. And at what price? You know, because... Um, we got more you know, to pay. We got, you know, bills to pay. We got bills to pay. Not only that, but look, people think things just mass- magically appear. Here's a good example. Uh, stores like Costco, Walmart are starting to limit the amount of meat you buy. That's correct. Okay. Stores are starting to raise prices on everything. And people are becoming upset by that. The truth, of the, the truth of the matter is that things just don't magically appear. Food needs to be processed, needs to be packaged, needs to be shipped, needs to be delivered. And we can't do that. And we can't do that because we're in quarantine. Where do people expect the stuff to come out of? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, I was just talking to my brother today about um, China. Um, American farmers right now, as we speak, they're killing uh, cattle, pigs, and all that. And and they're disposing of them. And they're dumping out dairy. and, And guess what? The government's giving them money so that they can survive as farmers. Right? Because of the COVID thing. Mm-hmm. What China does is they purchase the meat from the farmers and they freeze it. They freeze it. Yeah. China's smart, dude. They're freezing it because they know that this is their food supply for future. Something happens, they're going to have a food supply. What are we doing? We're throwing it away. And we're rewarding our farmers for it. Instead of paying them for the meat, we're allowing them to get rid of it, and then we're giving them money to help them. But okay? isn't that the American so, way, though, to overindulge? Exactly. We we are so we are so um, used to having that. This is what we've become. You know, um, right now China is buying up about thirty to forty percent of the American farmland. And the United States is allowing it. Yeah, why, why would they allow that? Why would they allow that? You shouldn't be able to buy, if you're a foreigner, you should not be able to buy American land. Yeah. And China is buying up our land, dude, our farm. What the, I mean, why is that happening? Why are we letting that happen? Because America is, I would say, <laughs> I don't even know how to explain it. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know why. Yeah. You know, and and uh, unfortunately, if you if you say it's like, look, like when uh, when uh, Trump wanted to stop travel from China, okay, the Democrats could say right now, no, it's, you know that's not true and stuff. But at the time, they were saying he was racist. Yeah. Truth of the matter is, if he would have stopped China, uh, travel from China back in December, I don't think the this we would be in this bad situation right now. But right away, we're going back to how I felt when I voted for Trump. Everything's got to be so politically correct on the left. 
you can't say uh, the Chinese flu because you're a racist, even though it originated in China. Yeah. You understand? That's that's what I meant by politically correct and how I felt at the time. I was sick of it, dude. Yeah. I was sick of it. You know, hold on. You hold couldn't. Let me let, let me interrupt something real quick because um, there's something I keep on hearing, and you're like, you know what? One of the things that made me uh, feel disappointed or did not like about the Obama administration or about President Kwon Obama is that he was always politically correct, right? Yeah, that's a true statement you made. And yeah, let me let me ask you directly: Why do you think he was so careful with his words? Because he's afraid of um, hurting feelings or making anybody feel bad. Okay. And that's one thing that I liked about Trump. He doesn't give a shit how you feel. Here's the thing, though. He was our first African-American president, and he already had Congress disrespecting him in his State of the Union addresses to the nation by calling him liar in front of all the American people. He was accused of being a Muslim that was a plant from Kenya and not American born. Anything. He, brand with? No, but here's, here's the reason people that's, that was an escalation. But hold on. And, though. And the, Let me just finish. I just want to finish this one thought. Just, and then you can go back. Cause okay. I'll listen. So anything this guy did a little bit curved to the right curve to the left. If he didn't walk that steady line, it would have been a whole thing. Right. I mean, could, could we agree on that? You're you're cutting in and out for me. Yeah, you're cutting in and out. Yeah, you're, so, your connection is terrible. Do you need to get off the speaker? I'm I'm not on the speaker. I'm actually on the microphone. So my, oh, you need to get closer to the mic. So my question to you is: anything either to the left or to the right, who's no matter what he said. I'm say say that again. <laughs> so who's digging? Something That's not me. <laughs> I was sweeping. I'm sorry. Oh, you're sweeping. Okay. So it's nice how I get criticized for not being right on the mic, but they're sweeping in the background. But all I'm saying is if he went to the left or to the right, if he didn't stay absolutely careful, can we both agree that the right would have attacked them on anything? Because there was nothing. I think so. So because there was nothing he could do right. Let me try to answer your question. Okay. So the reason he was – accused of being a Muslim was because he was so politically correct. He couldn't, he couldn't bear or he could not get himself to admit that there were certain terror cells that, um, that there were certain factors that were, uh, terrorist factors that were trying to attack the U S and stuff because he felt like he was going to be called a racist. Like mosque, like, like 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 mosques, right? There was mosques mosques in, in the United States and we know they were operating and, and planning attacks and, and and they were here in the US and he would he refused to um go after them or, or even uh try to um like Trump refuses to go after the uh the right wings militia guys. Yeah, just like that, dude. And and I agree with you, just like that. Yeah. So you understand where I'm coming from, just See, like that. I, but, but I don't even think he did that, though. I do. I do think, think he did that. Because, uh, he was like I don't know how to explain. It. I can't put a finger on it, but I, all I can say is that everything that was going on at the time 
he was very politically correct about it. Like for example, but my statement to um, you, I like, know, I know one of one of the things uh, the, on the left, one of the things um, that was going on at the time that re- that I really hated was um, like bathrooms, right? Like uh, cisgender, uh, neutral gender, gender cisgender. bathrooms. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I know at the time conservatives were saying, "Look, man." If you're a guy, you need to go to a guy's restroom. If you're a girl, you go to a girl's restroom. And at the time, the liberals were saying, no, we can't do that. You know, uh, people are born like this. You know, it was the whole thing, right? And, and it has nothing to do with that. It has to do with, like, the truth is there's a difference genetically of a man and a woman. Yeah, that's what they said about blacks and white bathrooms. Well, now we know that's false, right? Yeah, exactly. But it isn't false that there's a difference between a man and a woman. Yeah, I mean, I can give a shit if, if a man or a woman goes to the bathroom. So that happens in my house every day. Yeah, yeah I mean, that, that, that to me, that's not a big deal to me, honestly. So okay, so that's the that's see to me. Yeah, I feel like if you're a guy, you need to go to a guy's restroom. If you're a girl, you need to go to a restroom, girls' restroom. Yeah. So that's the difference. Like you guys feel one way, I feel another. So that's why I voted for Trump because I felt I was conservative. I was on the other side. Yeah. Right. And I still feel that way. I still feel like if I'm in a guy's restroom or if, I'm, uh, if a girl's in a girl's restroom and a guy wants to go into a girl's restroom at the, when there's women in there, I don't feel that's right. Yeah. You know, I still feel that way. So that's just where I'm at, you know, and, and, now this whole COVID thing, going back to COVID now, uh-huh. now this has become political. Yeah, I agree with you. 100%. The Democrats have dug in their shoes and said, because they've already said that um, it's bad, super bad, the worst thing ever. We're all going to die, right? And then you have yeah. uh, you have conservatives saying this isn't I bad. Yeah, I don't think this is. We're all going to die, but yeah, yeah. But, see, I but think that's what. No, but that's what we were saying though. In the yeah, beginning, yeah. that's what they were saying. I'm yeah. just saying by what they're saying. They said we're looking at about 20 million deaths. Yeah. And, and it I hasn't think, happened. And I think if it was the other way around, if Barack Obama was president during this time, I think the whole thing will reverse. We'll have the right saying is bad. I, I, and you're probably right. And you're probably right because it's, it's become political. But the and, problem and is, is I'm, very sad. Yeah. We're all it, human beings and we need to work together to, regardless of political party. Absolutely. Yeah. Right? So right Would now I feel I agree with yeah, yeah I totally agree. It's become political, and, and to me I see nothing but numbers. I want to see numbers, and, and if the numbers they told me aren't there, I don't agree with it. So yeah, let me ask you this. I know one of the biggest things that really you know insult you as an American, as someone who has you know his rights, his, you know, his constitutional rights. You feel like, look, I'm a conservative. I feel I ask for minimal government, you know, yep. interaction in my life. Because of that, yes. if I want to go to work, let me go to work. Don't stop me. I will choose to put myself and my family at risk. Correct? That's, yes. I mean, that's yes. Okay. Okay. So that, let, let me, let me uh, go into that a little bit. Um, being a conservative, uh, conservatives or less government. In other words, 
you know, the, the least the government interferes in my life, the better off I am. And for some reason, liberals are more government. They want to take from me to give to the poor. They want to take from me to give to the less fortunate. And they want to give, 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 give. Right? Something that's not theirs. I, I work for it. Right? So, I don't need government telling me. Example, Newsom. I don't need Newsom telling me what sports I can't and can't play. Oh, I could sit outside and look at sunsets, but I can't sit next to somebody. I could throw up a football, but it's got to be a small football. I could golf, but I, I can't ride in the cart. Like, you know, stupid little things like that. Like, dude, I'm old enough and smart enough to know how to protect myself. I don't need you telling me what I can't and can't do. You know, I'm an adult. I don't need Sacramento, the 22 people in power in Sacramento, to be able to tell a whole state what they can and can't do. Because now it's almost like they're becoming power hungry, starting to like the power. Now, for example, the other day he said, oh, uh, because salons and barbershops are taking him to court, Oh. He just recently, because they want to open up, dude. You know, barbershops and salons want to open up, and uh, and they they're going to take him to court. They're taking him to court right now. They filed the lawsuit against the state of California, and uh, he came up with, oh, it was just discovered that uh, the first cases of corona uh, started in a salon, a nail salon. Yeah. Okay. Are you freaking serious, dude? You telling me Newsom knows that it started in the salon? Nobody wow. knows where it started, dude. And and there's no way in how he's gonna be able to prove that it started in the salon. Oh well, we'll see that when he goes to court, I guess. I'm assuming that. <laughs> but it's ridiculous, dude. He's saying that because he's trying to justify why he doesn't want them open. Yeah. You know? He ha he's trying to what should when should we have government? I mean we need government for Oh, yeah, and I, I pay mean, my taxes for that. Okay, here's a good example. Well, what do you, what do you good... thoughts on, on, on the rent getting tax breaks? On Hold on. Work? Hold on. Go I'm the one that believes. Here's, here's one thing. Okay. See, um, you as a Democrat, you think that Democrats are for you because you're middle class, correct? Yes, I'm middle class. Okay. You think that they're for you. But they are not. When when Democrats talk about the middle class, they're talking about people making under twenty three thousand a year. And we can go vice versa too. You think Republicans care about the middle class as well? They do not. Yeah. But but it goes back to your point too. Look, the rich. The you, you asked me. You asked me about the the rich. Yeah. Okay. I'm I'm the person that believes that the rich need tax breaks because they're the ones that are employing us. They're the ones that are supplying the shops. They're the ones that are pumping this economy. But when they're pocketing, you know, because the with, pocketing so much money and not giving it to their work, like Walmart. <laughs> Walmart, they get paid peanuts. 
okay, first of all, Walmart is a corporation, right? Uh-huh. And now there's not one Walmart owner. Uh-huh. There's, well, oh, there's you know, and not only that, but they're part of the stock market. So you, so, I mean, it goes back to it's a company, though. Yeah, it's a company. It but is you a family-owned and, and company. Me, that you know that and, has enough shares. Yeah, but it's part of their, it's part of the uh, the yeah, um, stock market. It's openly traded, yeah. but from what from my so, understanding, so in other words, from millions on. of people own Walmart because but, they have their four hundred one k's vested in it, and you know it's like a huge machine. I'm sure that family that has one a family majority that's super of their rich. stock, right? I huh? mean, you could you could have a company and have it openly traded, but I'm pretty positive that. You know, to have control of your company, you could have the majority of the stock, and if you have the yeah, majority they have of the a stock, lot of the stock. Well, a majority yeah. of it, then and all so the other what? millions. That's of what people. America is. No America... one's fighting with you. I'm just, I'm, I'm just. No, 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 I, no. I'm telling you, though, <laughs> yeah. America is built on that, on working hard and getting rich if you can. There's nothing wrong with that. Get rich. Don't or die punish driving, people right? for for having the American dream. Let me ask you this. I mean, but, uh, no, well, I, I, let me let me ask you this. So, real quick, all right, you're you're conservative. That's awesome. Um, so, do you believe in? Are you pro-life or pro-choice? Am I, I'm pro pro-choice. You're pro-choice. Okay, that's awesome. Yeah, I'm uh, not. I'm not a. Uh, I'm not the conservative that's that's. Yeah, you retarded. Not you know. Yeah. <laughs> I, I know, retarded. dude. Like I said, I I, I look at things. Well, I look at things after you from, made from, the, from the a, statement a logical of, point of view. No, I understand that, but after you made the state of "I'm not retarded," I'm not a conservative that's retarded. It, it proves that you are consistent. Oh, maybe I shouldn't even be saying that word, right? Exactly, but it proves no, <laughs> but it proves it, right? We're politically correct. <laughs> no, we're not, but it proves because, your look, point because we're too we're too dumb to understand that when I say retarded, <laughs> I don't mean I don't mean someone that's retarded. I mean dumb. Oh, that what you meant? <laughs> yeah, it's almost like I'm messing around. Man. You know what I'm saying? Though yeah, we're no, so no, we're so you. politically correct that we don't want to offend you really, really have people, a libertarian right? stand of, of view. Though you're, you you really have a, a libertarian stand of view. You know, you know my my thing is let me be clear that in no way do I think you know you're completely off board. You have every right to feel what you feel, and I back you on that. But I just want oh, to be- here's- go ahead, please. No, no, we're going back to the whole retarded thing, right? Uh-huh. It's it's a form of speech. It doesn't mean literally mean you're retarded, as in mentally retarded. Mm-hmm. It it mean it's more like a a, a way of saying dumb, right? Yeah. Without no, I, without I, I, offending no, we, we, without we all offending agree. retarded people. Let- okay, just yeah, like well, when, here's agree a, with you. yeah, here's an example. Um, my daughter. When she was in uh, during the Obama days, uh-huh. Obama administration. Um, my daughter was in in high school, and um, you know back then uh, I would say, "Oh, you're, that's gay, that's gay," you know, had nothing to do with gay, like yeah, someone actually being gay. It was just a form of speech. Like at the time, that was. Oh, popular. you going both ways, right? Yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> that was a form of speech, right? Yeah. Like, oh, that's gay, dude. Yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah. So my daughter said that at school and just suspended. Oh. Yeah. And I, and I was upset by that. Yeah, like, what did how you say? What, what, did you go to the school or I don't know? Yeah, we went to the school and, and we uh, argued with the teachers and all that. And she said, well, you can't say that because it offends gay people. And I'm like, wait, hold on. She's not talking about gay people. She's saying gay because that's a word 
that's used. It has nothing to do with someone being gay. It's just a form of speech. And at the time, no, we can't do that. You know, we need to, we need to um, think about uh, people's feelings and we have to be students and you know, all this bullshit, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. And, and that's what, at the time, I was, I was very upset with the, uh, the whole political correctness of things. Did you understand where they were coming from, though, or no? No, because we wasn't talking about a gay person. No, no, I know that. But did you see their point of view? Just wondering. No, I'm not arguing with you, but yeah. No, because if you're a smart person, you would understand. If, if a gay yeah. person heard someone say, oh, that's gay, and I'm gay, guess what? I'm not going to think they're talking about me. That's just yeah. the word that people use. Yeah. You know? It's just, okay, put it, put it this way. We called Chris gay for a long time. <laughs> we actually thought he was, right? <laughs> That's true. Until you got married. I yeah, mean, it, it, I was Renee, it, Renee, it was still questionable, still, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, hey, listen to this. Uh-huh. Listen to this. So, what what do you think about that? No, I, I totally, in terms of uh, what you said in the school? Yeah. No, no, I totally agree with you. I, I knew she didn't mean it. I would have done the same thing you did. I'm like, she didn't mean that. Yeah. So that's but what, again, that's what, but, but that's, then again, this is the world we're living in too. So it's like, uh, we got to be careful what we said. No, we, we, said. we don't live in that world anymore. That's the yeah. thing. Remember when, okay. So here's, here's a good example. Okay. Um, black people. Okay. Okay. I said it. Black people. They, they're, in their speech, they use the word nigga. Yeah. Okay. Does anybody really think they're using it because they're racist? Or is no. that just their form of speaking? That's their form of speaking. Okay. Is yeah, anybody yelling about that? No. That's no, the way no. they, that's the way, that's the way well, you know, that, that you they know talk to each other. You know, but if you see a white guy calling somebody a black guy a bunch of <laughs> niggas, then, you know. No, but then, it depends. No, but here's the thing. It's, uh, our culture has gone to that. I know a lot of young people that rap that are Hispanic and even white. Yeah. And they rap and they say that word and it's normal because that's part of their culture. That's how they grew up. Yes. And nobody takes offense to it. Because yeah. that's, they're not, they don't mean it like that. We understand that. Yeah. You know, some people feel offended by it. Yes, I understand that. But at the same time, that's the hip hop culture. That's how they talk. Let me ask you a question yeah. real quick. Within within each other and even blacks and Mexicans together, blacks and whites together, rapping and saying it, and, and they don't have a problem with it. So why should I have a problem with it? Let me ask you yeah. a question. But I can't stand when Asians do it, though. Let me, <laughs> let me ask you a question. No, seriously, it's, I, 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 really, I, I really want to ask you a question. Do you believe words have meanings? Do you believe that words have power? Words have power, yes. Okay. So words have power, and what does that mean to you? Do you mean that if you say something threatening to someone, right, and and something happens to that person, can anyone come and ask you, you know, were you involved in that happening to that person, that assault, that murder, that anything, or no? It depends. It depends on how I said – you said, said something. Okay. So okay. – who knows? Okay, if I, it depends how, what I said and how I said it, right? If I say, oh, if I say, oh, man, I'm going to kill you, right? Mm-hmm. That's me saying I'm going to kill you. But you know I don't mean it. 
But so, now if I say, man, I'm going to kill you. Now you know I meant it, right? So there's a reason to investigate. The words mean something, but they can also mean what it, you thought it meant. So, so, and that goes back to gay and gay and nigga and nigga and all that stuff. You know what I'm saying? So my question is, the only true person who really knows how they meant what they said is the person who said it, right? Exactly. Okay. That's, and the person that they're saying it to. What do you mean? Like, the person example, that they're saying right? it to? Uh-huh. Yes. Here's an example. Right? Here's, I'm going to tell you this as an example. All right. You have a, a Mexican kid mm-hmm. and a black kid that hang out together. Mm-hmm. And the kid calls him, uh, says, uh, hey, nigga, let's go over here and buy this or that, that, that. Right? Mm-hmm. The kid knows he didn't mean it in that way. Mm-hmm. Right, mm-hmm. that same kid now, Mexican kid, is upset with the the black kid and says, "Hey, nigga, you know this and that." Now all of a sudden, it becomes a different, right? So it it depends on who said it, how they said it, and who they're saying it to, and how that person took it. That's my point. So, how that person perceives it, right? Probably, yeah. So when my daughter said "gay," she wasn't talking to a gay person; she was talking to her friend. But if there was a gay person and, and who her walked friend by knew her, he didn't mean it. Yeah, who who told on her? <laughs> No, the teacher heard her say that's gay. Oh, okay, okay. Okay, it's gay and not fag, right? Just to be clear. Yeah, gay. Okay, okay. So well, it, can, it can go with fag as well, right? It will. Yeah, it could. Yeah. But no one says, "Oh, that's fag." Oh, dude, don't be well, such that, a then fag. Then you know, dude. then you know that's not being used in a way where it's can used in vocabulary by young people. Yeah. Okay. You know, so my point is to say that there's a there was a real life case, right, where there I believe he was an English teacher. And this black kid kept on coming to his class every day and he's like, hey, nigga, this, hey, nigga, that. So he was trying to teach the class and he got frustrated and he goes, hey, nigga, pay attention. And that guy lost his job and he went on the news. Remember that? <laughs> That's kind of fucked up. Yeah, but, <laughs> no, no. But do you First remember that? All, we're talking about, hold on, hold on, hold on. First of all, we're talking about teenagers and the way they talk hold, to each other. But he, we're not talking about, yeah, we, we're not talking about an adult who's supposed to be someone that's teaching See, using that word. That but, is wrong. But, but, here, but here's the thing, though. It's all about perception, right? Because he actually went on the news and wrote nigger with the ER and wrote nigga oh, wow. with the GA on the news saying, I said nigga, not nigger. And nigga, <laughs> this is real. And anyone could YouTube this. Anyone could Google this. This is this actually happened in real life. But <laughs> this was during the Obama administration that this happened to. But the thing is that yeah. um, it, it, it really proves, you know, what I'm, the point I'm trying to make. It's all about perception. Wait, first of all, first of all, hold on. Uh-huh. First of all, we're over having a good time and laughing and yeah. making jokes, and people are dying of COVID right now, as we speak. As no, we but speak. it's only uh, what, what, what'd you say? It's point zero point seven percent, though. But the millions of people I think right now that this that this all goes together. Because I think you made a perfect point, and I think a majority of of America feels just like you do, Renee. I think I think a oh, lot I of know it- that I know that it's uh, it's becoming more and more. Here's a good example. Uh, my friend James, he's uh-huh. a baseball coach and a uh, softball coach, yeah. and he's actually a very good softball coach. I would say about eighty percent of the girls he teaches end up in colleges oh, for oh, for yeah. for softball. What's his last name? Jimenez. 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 James Jimenez. Oh, okay. Okay. He has a team called the Suncat. Oh, okay. Anyways, um. He was telling me that, that when the COVID 
COVID-19 hit, uh, he went from 30 um, clients. Cause I'm telling you, dude, he put his girl through college doing this, uh-huh. teaching. You know, he makes a lot of money. And um, because, like I said, he gets girls. Oh, great. You know, let me get away from over here. Anyways, he puts girls to college, through college. Right. Well, I mean, he gets girls into colleges. So he said that when he first uh, this COVID thing started, he had 30 clients. And he says when they hit and everything went into quarantine, he went down to four. Yeah, I believe it. Okay, and he said that, man, he, he was hurting. He said he was hurting really bad. And then he said now um, that, you know, everything that's happening, everything, he says right now, as we speak, he has 37 clients. Oh, wow. People, he, went up. He, he went up because people are over it, dude. People are over it. People understand that as long as he's safe and he, he has a good program and he's being safe. As in other words, uh, all the balls are sanitized. All the gloves are sanitized. Um, at, after every session, uh, he practices, uh, you know, uh, social distance the best he can. He's playing, you know, they're doing everything safe. People trust him and they believe that, that it's not as dangerous as we thought anyways. No one's gotten sick that he's working with, um, and he and even even if they were, no one knows about it because no one has any symptoms. So, I mean, come on, you know, it's it's time, dude. It's time to move on. What do you think is going to be over? Well, you know, that's what upsets me. Yeah, they're picking and choosing, right? You got, oh, we're going through phases, and phase one, we're going to do this. Phase two, come on, man, you can't pick and choose who can work and who can't. You know what yeah. I'm saying? You either let people work or you don't. You know? And that's just the way it is. You know? And, and that's what I mean about this power and control. They want to control and, and have power over things. Everything. You know? If you're going to open up the economy, let's not play games. dude. no phases. Let's just open it up and, and go with the flow. Just like all the red states are doing. Yeah. Here's, an exa- here's something right here. That's going to kind of blow you away. So, blue states versus red states, okay, including New York and California. Uh-huh. Same amount of population in blue states with red states, but the deaths in red states is super low. Why? Um, I'll tell you why. Fine. Because, well, first of all, for example, we'll call New York a blue state. New York has people stacked on top of each other. Or somewhere like Georgia, Atlanta, it's not that stacked like that. Texas. Texas, I Texas is humongous, dude. And it's yeah. not Austin is not stacked up like it is in San Francisco. Okay. Neither but is here's Dallas. The difference. When uh Cuomo at the time when people when uh when uh Trump was saying he wanted to stop flights and, and all that and people were calling him a racist. Cuomo was allowing travel from China and throughout Europe in, in and out of New York going against what at the time the White House was saying because they were saying he was a racist Trump that right there and then now they're saying that this whole that uh, all the the virus the coronavirus cases started in New York that was the epicenter of where everything spread out to the whole United States 
Cuomo, people are actually praising him right now. Oh, he should run for president. Oh, this and that. Dude, this guy, I believe, is responsible for this. No, you can't say he's responsible. He's not. Yes, because, because he both... was totally, at the time, he was totally against Trump, saying he was a racist. And, and that he was a racist and this and that. And he said, no, we're going to allow travel to New York, our city, our great city. We're not racist here. And look what happened. Those were the critical, those were the critical weeks when when the virus came in. So no no one cares about Trump giving the information in January, December and blowing it off. He did blow it off. Yeah, so I mean he did. I mean we, did. We, we always gotta think it starts from the top. It starts from the presidency. It starts from the top. We gotta say we it starts from the top. He did blow it off. And you know what? He might have been right to blow it off because it's not that bad. No, apparently not. What's the percentage again? Point zero zero seven in California. <laughs> oh, I wonder what the percentage is in New York. But anyway. Well, let's do but, the numbers. What's, what's the population of New York State? Oh, I don't know. You, you, know that almost, you know that almost all reported deaths and uh, are from New York, right? Almost like I think it's almost sixty percent of all the deaths are correct. really in New York. Yeah, that yeah. Is New correct. York has as of right now twenty seven twenty seven thousand. Okay, yeah. and what's the population? And that's almost all in New York City, not even New York State. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so if you do the calculation in New York City, oh yeah, do you add and deaths, then then it's pretty high. Yeah, it's real high. But, but it goes back to what Chris says because they're living on top of each other. Yeah, the density. Yes. And I'm pretty sure that flu deaths are very high in New York. And, and you know, there's other illnesses that are very high in New York. I think yeah. the, the the bubonic plague actually came up again in L.A. and New York. New York was the first spot because of, because of the homeless populations and, you know, how they're living on top of each other there, you know? Yeah. Yes. So, so yeah, New York is bad. I'm not going to die. Let's quarantine New York. Let you know? me, let me let, ask. Let's, uh, go by, let's go by states. Let's go by, um, you know, how bad it is there. Let's not punish the whole United States for one city doing a bad job. Let me ask a controversial we, question here. Do you think some good has happened from this COVID-19 epidemic and the fact that people are quarantined? Is there anything good that's come out of here? So... <laughs> Has anything good came out of it? Mm-hmm. That's no, a question. Nothing good. Nothing's gonna come out of it. We're we're all quarantined. The economy's yeah. going to shit, dude. We're probably gonna go into a depression if we don't go back. We don't open up again. There's nothing good. We about are nothing, in a recession. Nothing good came out of it. You know why? Because Renee got to learn about his wife that he didn't know anything about. <laughs> <laughs> oh, is that what you're talking about? <laughs> Spending time with family. No. Renee was like, Renee no. was like, I didn't know my wife. My wife had a middle name. <laughs> so, so here's the thing. So here's the thing. Well, I guess if you're talking about that, yeah. So I mean, but, but then again, I really never stopped working. You know. And, and, yeah, we've been so, fortunate yeah. enough to keep working. All three of us yeah, have exactly. been. And that's, and that's okay, very Give me nice. one second. Give me one second, right. guys. Give me yeah, one yeah. second. Go ahead. You guys talk real quick. <laughs> yeah. Thanks. What are you saying, Chris? What was the point? <laughs> no, uh, you know, one of the things that I want to bring up is that th- this thing happened. There's no what's but. There's no erasing it. Um, there's no what? There's no erasing it. COVID-19, the epidemic has happened. What good can we get out of it? 
one of the things that yep. COVID-19 has taught me, first of all, I know and we joke about it, but first of all, how, how we do appreciate our family and what's in our, you know, like the time we spend with our family for those who are able to stay home with their family. Also, we got okay. to see. Also, we got ahead, to, I'm sorry. Also, yeah, we got to see. Also, we got to see uh, sort of how humans have messed up the environment. I mean, you know, in the country of India. Yeah, that is true. You know, forgot about that too. Yeah, they were. Yeah, true. <laughs> they were able to see the, you know, the fucking Himalayas, which they haven't seen since like maybe the 70s. You know, they got they got you could see through all that smog and all that you know fucking yuckiness in the air. What uh, what yeah. I was uh, going back to was that there's no erasing COVID. It's happened. It's here. What are we going to do? We're going to move on. A lot of us want to move on and go outside. And, but I wanted to say things we can learn, how humans do affect the environment, because there was a lot of environmental, you know, naysayers out there. No, this is how it is. This is what happens through, you know, history of the earth. But the truth is we saw that when, when humans stopped doing all their shit, you were able to see outside and see the stars in the sky. You know, I'm not trying okay, to control let me, it. Uh, let, me, let me step in right there, Chris. Go for it, please. Come Go in. Ahead. Okay, you said that what, what good has come out of COVID, you found out that family is important and all this stuff. Right. Right now, domestic violence is at an all-time high. Never been higher. Right. During the, this epidemic. For the bus kill. Uh, child abuse <laughs> Child abuse is, a, is at an all-time high. Child molestation as well. Yeah, yeah. No, yes. you, and you absolutely uh, Yes, okay. Um, now, one thing we did learn is that this whole glo- global warming shit is, is way 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 overplayed Overplayed. we're not gonna be able to come back from this for another 100 years Mm -hmm. we've been in quarantine for two weeks and the ozone layer has already recovered itself has it is that is that a true fact yes yes but i mean no no this is the truth no no but 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 that this does say something that we're fucking up the environment yes but but people exaggerated. They were saying people that the damage we've done is going to take, take 30 or 40 years for the ozone layer to replenish itself. And we've been in quarantine for two months, and the ozone layer already is thick and replenished. I don't know if that's all. Yeah, look it up, dude. I'm doing it right now. That's, that's a little <laughs> bit up. super strong. Not only that. It's already yeah, thick and replenished that. like a uh, fresh set pollution, of Pollution. Pollution. Uh, the, the pollution right now, and the two months that we're quarantined, is almost back to normal. Like as far as, but like, yeah, but it's, but it's great. I mean, at least yeah. Something. But you think we're so, gonna take two months off every every what other month so we can get the environment better? No, no, you're right. No, I agree with that. But yeah. I'm just trying to say that people are exaggerating how bad things were. You know, you don't think they were? I, no, they are. They were. Uh, they are. But but the Earth will recover. I mean, look, us as humans, we have limited time here, dude. See, this is going into a whole other subject. We're going to have to do another podcast on this. <laughs> well, that, because that's there's one thing. There's one thing that I know about, a yes, lot sir. about, is about the the earth, right? And how the earth has gone through cycles and and um, and peop- uh, civilizations have con- come and gone. And, and the whole span of the earth, I mean, has been here for billions of years. And if, here's an example. Think of a calendar. Okay. Okay. You got January 1st is the first day of the year. Right. And we're going to say that it's 12 o'clock midnight. Right? That is the first hour of January 1st. That is correct. 
Okay. And then we're going to think all the way to December. And we're going to think of the last day in December, the last hour of December. 11. Okay. 59. You got that? Okay. I got it. Okay. Human beings have been on this planet. If the beginning of the earth started on the very first hour of January, uh-huh. human beings have started uh, are in the very last minute of the last day of December. That's how long human beings have been on this earth. So, yeah, but they didn't think have about cars that. And airplanes. <laughs> Yes, the whole thing from the time the first human from the first time from the first time that humans so in other words you're telling us to to now it would we would be the the first human arrived at eleven fifty nine and fifty eight seconds. So two more seconds. Well, I mean, well, no, but listen to what I'm saying, though. It's been one second that we've been here. Okay, so that's yeah. how long this world has been here. of the universe or the Big Bang and of our cosmos, we've been here for a, a grain of sand. Not even or, a second. Nothing. Uh, 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 but the point is. I mean, I'm talking about like we like us as humans, we think we're, we think we're some big shit, right? We're nothing due to well, this earth. We this earth are yeah, causing damage and, and to if the we earth. were to die if we were to die all die off today uh-huh. the earth would the, we would have been alive on this earth for one second yeah uh, so it shows how amazing we are that we do all this stuff to the environment right that's all that tells no, me what i'm trying to say is i know no, what, what you're I'm trying, trying to, say. to say i'm saying how i'm interpreting it no uh-huh. i don't know how deep you know about this but uh we've dug uh-huh. in antarctica we've dug Miles and miles deep into the earth, yeah, and, and we with into the ice, and they're able to pull out these mile long, um, yeah, uh, cylinders of yeah. ice. Yeah, yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. Okay, yeah, and as they look down on all these layers, uh, it represents time on Earth. Yeah, and what that what the atmosphere was like. Yeah, and what we've done to this Earth right now is nothing compared to what this Earth has been through and survived. Man, this we, is like nothing. This is like the best it's ever been. This is the best. Yes, we got to have another right. podcast about I'm, the I'm environment. Telling I'm, I'm telling you. I'm telling you, you we'll too. Do another, we'll do another one. Yeah. We, we need to yeah, do another one another just one. on the environment. Let's recap. Dude, I know because I watch, I watch all those shows on TV. Listen. I know. No one's saying you're wrong. I'm just saying let me go do some do, do some of my homework, okay, because you're just, just, you're just dropping these fucking – Bombs on me. I'm like, you know, I I feel like I fucking Iraq I, I in the know, 1990s I, I and shit. I didn't know you brought in scientist Rene Garcia. <laughs> yeah, dude, I'm very, I'm a, I'm very, very famous scientist. <laughs> Listen, this is this is great. I want to recap because um, this is okay, go ahead. this is the first I, I hope of many roundtable discussions. You know, we, we learned today that uh, no, no. Renee yeah. goes both ways, but he's not bisexual. <laughs> <laughs> so for a fact, you know, I can understand Renee's point of, look, I need to work and I don't want big government to tell me what to do. OK, I can understand that. My fear is the risk 
that I, you know, that I could bring back to my parents. Well, we know what the risk is. The risk is point zero zero seven. <laughs> yeah. Which is almost nothing. Uh, okay. <laughs> okay. I mean, you know, we know the risk. There's no risk. You dude. gave a lot of listeners a lot of great information, and I'm not going to go into, you know, the naysayers from what you feel because they hear that all all the time. I think this is a great way, and I think a lot of people are going to relate to you. I really think Anderson. Okay, before before we wrap this up, I want to say one thing. Okay. Um, you got to understand that COVID appeared here in the States at the height of a very bad flu season. You know, I was looking so, at that too. You had mentioned that before. Okay. So at the time there was a lot of sick people, dude, like people were sick. They thought they had the flu. Yeah. Well, they probably sick. did have the flu. They probably did have the flu, but people were coughing. I mean, yep. you actually heard it. You heard people coughing and people had runny noses and all this stuff, right? Mm -hmm. So COVID hits and um, and every year, you know this for a fact, we've looked up the numbers. Yeah. In, in the United States, there's a lot of deaths from the flu. Absolutely, there are. Okay. Do you find it funny that all of a sudden flu deaths went down and COVID deaths skyrocketed? No one's mentioning flu deaths. Everyone's talking about COVID deaths. Do you think that maybe they're counting flu deaths as, as COVID deaths? Yes, I think so. I think so too. So is it, is it also just a coincidence that all of a sudden the flu season's ended and COVID deaths are way down? Yep. You understand? So what happens when flu season comes back around? We're supposed to have our second wave of COVID. Yeah, so when flu season comes around, unless things change, they're going to count those as, as a lot of COVID deaths because the, the the truth is there's not a, there's really not enough tests to test everybody for COVID. So flu since flu symptoms and COVID are almost the same, they're going to count them as COVID deaths because they're not testing people. So you know it's it's kind of a bummer, dude. It kind of sucks because you know unless all of a sudden we we start you know ramping up these testing, which is said it ain't going to happen. There's no way you can test everybody in the United States and there's no way you can test everyone that's already dead because you're not going to spend, you're not going to waste a test on someone that's dead. Oh, here we well, go. Then how, how, is, are we, how are we really going to determine whether they died of COVID or not? This is from the CDC.gov. Key updates for week 18 ending May 2nd, 2020. Laboratories confirm flu activity has, re has reported by clinical laboratories remain low. Influenza-like illnesses activities continue to decrease as it's below the national baseline, which goes to what your argument is. The percentage of deaths due to pneumonia or influenza, PNI, is decreasing but remains elevated, primarily due to the COVID-19, not influenza. Reported uh, pediatric flu deaths for the seasons are high at 174. So... There we go. But hey, listen, fellas, I gotta go. I'm gonna right. crash out for a little bit. All right. But, all right, my brother. Thank you. Okay, but, uh, we're gonna all do right, this again, right? It was, all, it was actually yeah, it, it was, was really good. It was intense. <laughs>